Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening to this podcast. We appreciate you. My name is Matt. You're listening to the Nevermind Polly podcast. Thank you for checking this one out. This is a conversation I had all about Holding Absence's show at Colchester that happened earlier this week. Um, thank you so much for the love and support that the Zebrahead episode has got. We've got loads more content coming soon, so make sure you tell a friend, give us a five-star rating, subscribe on YouTube, and if you're really feeling generous, head over to patreon.com forward slash nevermindpolypodcast and throw some money into the pot. Thank you so much as always. We'll see you very soon. Peace. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Nevermind Polly podcast. My name is Matt, I am your host and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. This episode is a My Take episode. My Take is a series of podcasts in which I talk about an album, a live review, uh, something in the news. I basically just have my take on a situation, an album, a live review and such. This particular My Take episode is all about Holding Absence because I went to go and see Holding Absence at their Colchester sold-out show at the Art Centre this week, and it was fantastic. But we're going to get into it. Um, first of all, you can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash Podcast. If you can't financially support the show or don't want to financially support the show, that is fine. The show will always be free to anyone who wants to listen. But also, what you can do instead is give us a five-star rating tell a friend, find us on YouTube, subscribe to us on YouTube. All of those things help as well and costs you absolutely nothing and you can still enjoy the show. So I went to go and see Holding Absence. Um, I want to do a massive, huge shout out to previous podcast guest Ash of Holding Absence for sorting out a press ticket for this. It was fantastic and they have in no way asked me to review the show they just went he just said to me do you want to come to one of the uk dates and i was like that would be incredible and colchester was the closest one to me so i went and had a fantastic time um so the show was opened up every show was opened up by a a local support band Uh, in this case it was the band your misery um i felt particularly kind of sorry for your misery because they did have a few technical issues throughout their set um and, but that in my opinion didn't quite detract from what i thought was the was the bigger issue with your misery and that was that i just kind of felt pretty underwhelmed by your misery i felt like they were a little bit monotone um in the sense that the the vocalist kind of had maybe one or two like vocal lines that kind of he kept playing off on um and if i'm completely honest um the the light versus the dark uh the heavy versus the the lighter stuff really was a bit off so in the way that someone like architects for example who are pretty darn good at this at this point have you know the harder screamed vocals with the harder guitar lines versus the melodic chorus that's what i'm talking about I feel like the the light stuff was really, really light. The, the kind of melodicism was really uh, light and quite airy, which is completely fine. Like, I've got no problem, no beef with that as a, as a concept. But then when the heavier stuff came in, it just 
felt a bit jarring. It didn't quite sit right for me personally. It didn't it didn't gel 100%. Um, I said that might be because of the technical issues that this band had during their set may have played a part into that, and I think that kind of knocked their their confidence a little bit. Maybe I, I'm not too sure. Um, I have to say the sold out art center was a tough crowd. Um, for your misery, uh, there was a, there was a good proportion of the crowd in the venue at the time. Um, the majority of them, I was still about three quarters of the way back. The majority of people weren't that interested. The crowd was fairly mute, to be honest, for a lot of it. Um, you know, but I have to say props to your misery for really, really trying to rally up the crowd. Like you know, they were really, really trying their their darn hardest to. Um, be a really good support act for holding absence and try and really rally around the crowd. Um, I feel like the bass player is the star of that show uh, visually on stage. He was, you know, and let's not make no bones about it, you know, this stage is a very small stage. There was uh, a drummer, guitarist, bassist and singer on stage. So, you know, there wasn't a great deal of space to move around, but um, the bass player looked like he wanted to be there. Uh, and was really taking everything in his stride, whereas the rest of the band were a bit more mute, a bit more placid. So it kind of, it, the vibe was a little bit off for me personally. Um, but it did look like the band, the bass player was playing some of the synth stuff live, um, which was very cool. So I, I props to them for that, for actually um, not having it on a backing track or anything like that. Or at least that's how it seemed, given my position where I stood in the crowd. <clears throat> and then we go on to... Void of Vision, who are an Australian band, uh, all the way from Melbourne, and I have to say this much, um, Void of Vision had a larger reception to their uh, initial kind of outbreak, out there break, uh, in terms of them hitting the stage, there was a, more, a lot more people were seemed to be a lot more into it straight away with Void of Vision, maybe that was because, um, you know, the drinks had been flowing a little bit more and people were a little bit more loose, I don't quite know. But they hit the stage, burst of energy, absolutely, you know, the um, the front man had so much charisma and so much energy just running about that stage, which again, Your Misery didn't do that, and I thought that's where I feel like it's night and day uh, a little bit in that comparison. Um, they're very heavy, very heavy, uh, Void of Vision, uh, and there was, a, there was an... Um, there was an opener to their set. I thought it was a good opening song, but there was a song about halfway through the set that was just straight up fucking degent heavy. And I was kind of like, boys, open with that. Because it was like a kick in the fucking teeth. Um, the vocalist gave me like kind of old school uh, Let Live vibes. So sort of um, what Jason used to do in Let Live kind of gave me that kind of... Um, aesthetic the way he was running about the stage and kind of just being very out there and very garish amongst the crowds that was really cool um and yeah but the one thing i would say with void of vision is i did get kind of bored like it was a bit samey towards the end if i'm completely honest um but i feel like they had a lot more um charisma and a lot more um kind of stage presence than Your Misery did. Um, I think the Void of Vision have clearly been a longer band than, than Your Misery. I don't know that as fact, but I feel like they have had more stage time and things like that because they kind of just, they, they look like they were do, knew, knew what they were doing more than Your Misery. And that's not a shit on Your Misery at all. I just think 
that given some work, given some time, I think they will be a really good band. Just Void of Vision were better, in my opinion. Um, props to the drummer. I've written my notes as well. The drummer was absolutely fucking on fire. Um, and that won't be the first time I'm talking about drummers being on fire. Because, yeah, really, really good. But then we get on to the main, the main, the main act, the headline act, Holding Absence. Um, I've been a Holding Absence fan for a little while. Um, they produce some fantastic, fantastic tunes. They have just, they have, they hit that sweet spot of being just enough emo with just enough like emotional pact and heft, but also they just write some fucking killer killer hooks um they opened with monochrome which i think is a fantastic song i think that's a fantastic opener um and the overall sound and package of them live is something to behold i'll be honest they absolutely owned that fucking stage uh lucas just looked like he was in his element playing there um and you know what like props to them for doing a tour in which they openly admitted saying they they wanted to go to places where bands don't come through very often. So it's a real fucking positive thing that bands do this from time to time and say, you know, we could play London, Birmingham, Manchester, like all these big venues that a lot of bands go through, but I don't think I've seen very many bands come through Colchester. So, you know, it was really fucking cool that they, they acknowledged that. <laughs> And made a point of coming to these smaller venues and things. It was really, really cool. They played a 12-song set list. Um, a lot off uh, The Greatest Mistake of My Life. And the first record as well. Um, and it was kind of a nice mix of both records. Um, speaking about drummers being on fire. And, you know, I'm going to blow smoke a little bit. Because Ash is uh, a previous podcast guest. But fuck me, that boy. He was loving life. All of Holy Absence looked like they were having an absolute ball on stage. Um, and you know what? It was just a fantastic, fantastic fucking night. The light show was really good. And they just sounded so, so crisp. They brought out um, the front man of Your Misery to play on a song, which I thought was really cool. Um, so that, that was wicked. Just a really great vibe overall. And actually, I want to do a massive shout out to um, a subscriber and a follower of the channel and the podcast um a guy called lewis who came and approached me at the venue shout out to him and his and his other half and, and their friend who i ended up hanging with so that was really really cool it was just a really good night um holding absence are one of the greatest fucking bands um it, at the moment in my opinion i think holding absence are wonderful Really, really, really good, really good band. Um, and if you can go and see them live, I went to go and see them at the Download Pilot 2021, and you know what? It was such a cathartic experience seeing them live um, with those songs. And this was uh, just really, really good. It was really, really good fun, and the crowd was so, so into it and so up for it. Um, everyone was jumping up and down and, and going crazy for them. There was a, there was a few moments where there, there was some softest moments in the set, which was really cool and kind of brought everyone back down to, to kind of a base level to then really bring them back up again towards the end. And you know what? I'm just going to throw out there and say it. Afterlife is the best song written in forever. I adore that hook. And that, um, that drum break right before... At uh, the start of the song, when when after Lucas sings the first like pre pre chorus bit at the beginning, 
and then the like ah it's just so good when the song kicks off i love that so so much holding absence avoid of vision and your misery at the colchester art center was fantastic um i want to do a massive shout out to ashley as i say for coming on the podcast for allowing me to uh get a ticket for the show for free and getting in and things um yeah what a fucking dude what a fucking band Thank you so much for listening to my take on Holding Absence, Void of Vision, and Your Misery. We will catch you next time on the Nevermind Podcast. See you very soon. Peace.